the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their overall under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGP and app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, uh, up on the northeast coast of England. Today is Wednesday, June the 8th, and we are here to handicap the MLB games for Thursday, the 9th of June. Uh, we have a fun crowd, as always. I'll tell you what, if we haven't got the three best heads of hair, uh, on the podcast tonight, on the uh, Sports Gambling <laughs> Podcast Network. I would be amazed. There are not three more luxurious heads of hair uh, on the entire network. First of all, joining me is a man who so far today has referred to me as Casper the Ghost uh, due to my pale blue complexion. He's also called me a big girl uh, for watching Catfish. Uh, so I think that's racist and sexist, soon enough. Uh, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Just disclaimer by no way, in no shape or form am I a sexist or anything like that. It's just uh, when you work with Malcolm for, I, it's, I think it's just been a year now, you uh, you develop a relationship with him where you can pretty much call him anything and he won't take it to heart. So that's one thing, one thing I appreciate about Malcolm. Uh, and the third um, member of our suit trio tonight. Um, he had a beautiful Florida Gators cap on about 30 seconds ago, but he's taken it off uh, to reveal his luxurious mane. Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, how are you, man? What's going on, Mel? Um, yeah, I took it off because it wasn't, it wasn't sitting on my head right uh, with my headphones on. But <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's my first, I guess, true podcast back. Like we did a, Munaf and I did a lock dog in total during the whole uh, college baseball grind that I was on. But you know what? We're down to 16 teams instead of uh, 301. So <laughs> in, over the last 10 daily podcasts, we've had nine winning days and up almost 16 units over there. So I'm rolling right now, hoping to bring it back into ML, MLB here. Mate, I've really enjoyed your um, your college uh, content. It's been really good because it's not something that I, I knew about at all. Uh, but your your social media stuff on there's been really interesting and fun to watch. So yeah, you should be very proud of yourself, mate. It's been good fun. Um, Thanks. I think we've we've gone along okay with our picks so far. We're uh, four and four um, for the Tuesday night games, uh, but we did hit a couple of uh, dogs on there. Um, so the time we're recording now, my luck for. Wednesday has already hit, um, but whoever was in charge of the admin uh, for the graphic didn't get out of bed in time to stick it on. So I had the I had the Tigers at plus one hundred, um, and they managed to turn the uh, Pirates over three to one. Uh, Kansas City and Toronto has already gone over as well. That's a game that's in play. So yeah, we're ticking along okay. We're um, night got owls 11... over here, Sorry, we're night owls over here. Okay. Yeah, I can see. Or, or maybe um, Night Hawks. That, that might fit your like, Yeah, there. mate. You there see. you go. There People think is. this show's just thrown together. Uh, none of this happens by accident, folks. Um, we've got 11 games on Thursday. 
Uh, so a medium-sized card for us to enjoy. Uh, and we will start our handicapping with a... I always got to check I'm on the right day yeah, because my uh, website will often default back to today. Um, definitely not so, thrown together, you know. All planned. Definitely, definitely not. not. So very, very professional, highly polished. It is a 12.30 Eastern uh, first pitch. So if I pick this as my lock or dog moon off, get out of bed, stick it on the graphic. Uh, it's the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, this is Zach Davis going for Arizona, and it is Tyler Marley going for Cincinnati. Uh, I have lines of uh, Arizona are a slight underdog at plus 115. Cincinnati a minus 135. The over or under sits at nine and a half. And I believe, Moon, after this is you taking us away. Yeah, let's start with uh, Zach Davies on the mound, like you mentioned, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, 4.18 ERA overall, 1.25 whip. But on the road, he's he's been slightly better. 3.81 road ERA, a whip of 1.08. Uh, day ERA of 4.02. Um, in his last start against the... Pittsburgh Pirates, seven and two-thirds inning, three hits, zero earned runs allowed, so a great start for him. Unfortunately, uh, the Diamondbacks were not able to pull that game out, so I don't want to say a wasted effort, but it seemed like it'd be after after a gem of an outing that uh, Zach Davies did have. But prior to that, he was struggling a little bit where he did give up three straight, uh, sorry, four straight games with at least three earned runs, and two of those games he gave up at least four, but bounced back nicely against the, um, the Pirates there. And on the mound, for the Cincinnati Reds, like you mentioned, Tyler Molly, uh, two and five so far this season with a 5.43 ERA. Um, at home this season, ERA is not much better, 5.6, sorry, with a 1.47 ERA. Um, his last outing was against the Washington Nationals. He had a quality start where he went six innings, gave up three earned runs, only seven hits to the Washington Nationals. But prior to that, he had a great start against the San Francisco Giants as well, where you only gave up one hit in six and two-thirds of an inning pitch, zero earned run. So it seems like, you know, there's some momentum that Tyler Molly has coming into this game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna back the uh, Arizona sorry, the Cincinnati Reds here. I like what they've been able to do with their bats here in this series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think that um I feel like Zach Davies will struggle here a little bit in this game, especially during the day. So I'm gonna back the Cincinnati Reds here. Um, Molly has that momentum coming in with two good straight, two good straight starts. And then again, like I mentioned, the bats have been absolutely fantastic for the Cincinnati Reds. They're averaging 8.33 runs over their last three games. Um, yeah, well, I'll jump in here then because I came down in exactly the same side. I saw a minus 120 earlier on, which I picked up. Um, that line now shifted a little bit to minus 135. Really, it's hard to know what to expect here. Um, it's been a bit of a mad series. Last night was 14 to 8. I think mm -hmm. I took the under. Couldn't have been more wrong. Um, so it's a little bit over the all over the place. But yeah, the Diamondbacks are on a right skid. Um, I think I said last night that they never looked like scoring a run the night before. Well, last night they did manage 8, uh, but then gave up 14 as well. But yeah, they're on a skid of... I think they've lost 4 or 5 on the spin. Diamondbacks... Um, Four in a row, five of the last. Yeah, they've got, yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, just, I just can't take the Diamondbacks at all. So the Reds, uh, minus one twenty, if you can find it, uh, minus one thirty uh, consensus. Uh, Noah, uh, D backs at Reds. 
Yeah, I remember the last like week that I was consistently on the podcast, the Reds had won like four of their last five or something like that, and I was taking the money line on them every day of the week. This is another spot where I kind of like the money line on the Reds. Uh, looking at PVB here, Kyle Farmer against Zach Davies. He's two for five with a single and a double. Uh, Joey Votto, he's 12 for 32 with nine singles, a double, and two home runs, batting 375 against Davies. Um Tyler Stevenson also two for seven with two singles. And like Munaf said, this Reds lineup is raking right now. They have five guys batting over 300. Brandon Drury, he's uh, 11 for 29 with two home runs and 17 total bases. And then you also have um, Aquino, Reynolds, Stevenson, Farmer, all hitting above 300 in the last seven games here for the Reds. So a very hot lineup and a nice price there on the Reds. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have some of your DFS players back. I um, I said to you boys in the Slack channel earlier on that I won the FanGraphs little tournament last night, uh, so that was a little a little flex nice. for us over some of the FanGraphs balls. Just a little one, but it, it tops my balance up a little bit. I I used two different lineups actually, and I and I also won the um, the DJs our little our little game as well. So my balance <laughs> was a bit healthier this morning, which means I'm gonna I'm gonna take notes on the uh, people you give out tonight because uh, I've got Will- a few quid that I can spare. I will add for the listeners is like I said, and I met, uh, mentioned earlier in the podcast, have not watched nearly as much MLB as college as of late, so I'm not up to date on the injuries. So if I give out a, a guy that's currently on the aisle, just give me a little bit of a break there. Yeah, I'll try and keep me uh, my ears peeled for you there. Uh, no, um, a one ten Eastern first pitch is the St Louis Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Rays. Miles Mikolas goes for St Louis, and Shane McClanahan is on the hill for Tampa Bay, who are a minus 150 favourite. Um, that line's moved a lot as well. I saw minus 120 earlier on on that. Uh, St. Louis plus 130. Uh, the total is set at seven. Um, yeah, this Mikolas uh, four and three with a 302 ERA. Started 11 games, uh, 65 and two-thirds, 51 Ks and a 114 whip. Uh, McClanahan is six and two. Uh, with a 210 ERA, uh, 64 in the third, pitched 89 strikeouts in the 092. Um, s- s- surface numbers are okay, but his recent form's been poor. Um, he's given up 13 earned runs in his last 16 and a third innings pitched. He has been better on the road. He's pitching to a 254 ERA on the road. Um, but you have to just uh, you have to stick with McClanahan here. He's absolutely flying. He he's only given up three earned runs in his last eighteen innings, uh, and that includes twenty four strikeouts as well. Um, he's really benefited from having a um, a long stretch of home starts. Um, of those, um, what did I say? Eleven games he started. Um, he started eight of them uh, at home. Um, Two thirty five ERA. Uh, Tampa Bay are 19 and 13 at home as well. Um, you see, I've had this written down, boxed off. It was a potential lock material at minus 120. Uh, now, obviously, that shifted to minus 150. Um, I wouldn't feel hugely comfortable giving out a minus 150 price. So, shop around if you can get a better price. Equally, I wouldn't put you off the uh, Tampa Bay run line here either, uh, which is plus 140. That's a nice price. Uh, quite a low total, seven. Uh, I do think Tampa Bay will win. Um, but I think we'd have to jazz it up to the run line uh, just with that price movement. Uh, Moonaf, what do you make of this one? 
Yeah, I agree with everything that you said there. Uh, McClanahan absolutely sh- uh, lights out so far this season for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, don't have much else to add there. I agree with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays here against the St. Louis Cardinals. Even uh, Miles Mikolas has he struggled a little bit over his last couple starts here. Um, you know, last start he gave up four earned runs and in five innings to the Chicago Cubs in Chicago against Milwaukee. He gave up six earned runs in five and two thirds. Um, and then against Toronto, he gave up three earned runs in about six and two thirds as well. So um, I like the form that Shane McClanahan has is in, especially being at home. So I'll, I'll agree with you about the Rays here. And uh, Noah, same for you, St. Louis at Tampa. For a pick in this game, I slightly lean more to the under than to the Rays money line, just because this Rays lineup has not been doing too hot as of late. Um, no PVB in this matchup as it is interleague. So not these guys don't really see these pitchers very often. And plus, it doesn't help the hitters that both of these pitchers are young studs. Uh, Yandy Diaz in his last six games, he's batting 500 with nine total bases, eight for 16. And Harold Ramirez, the other Ray that is currently hitting over 300. Uh, he only has three strikeouts in the last 19 at-bats, seven total bases, and he's six for 19. So that's a good little stretch for him. As for the Cardinals, uh, they have four guys hitting over 300. That is Brennan Donovan, the young stud. Arenado, of course, he's 20, 10 for 28 with seven RBIs and 13 total bases in this stretch. Harrison Bader as well. He's he's 10 for 28, 15 total bases. Um, and Corey Dickens, Dickerson, who's a platoon outfielder, he's three for nine with uh, two home runs in his last three games that he has actually played because he is a platoon hitter. And I expect him to probably be on the bench against McClanahan here, but I'll note it just because. Um, but yeah, I'll probably leaning towards the under in this game more than anything. Uh, Okie doke, like it. Next up is uh, 210 Eastern. Uh, first pitch. Lots of day games tomorrow, so get up uh, nice and early. Be prepared. The LA Dodgers at the Chicago White Sox. Tyler Why are you Anderson. throwing all the shots at us, uh, Muna? I am not. I'm, tell- I'm telling them, warning the listeners to not miss these picks. <laughs> I'm not accusing them as being as slovenly as you characters. Um, Tyler Anderson is going for the Dodgers and Dylan Cease pitches for the Chicago White Sox. Um this is a excellent pitching matchup. Pitching matchup of the day, this one. Uh, Dodgers yeah. minus 120, and the White Sox are plus 100. The total is set at eight and a half. Uh, Noah, uh, lead us off with this little beauty. Dodgers at the White Sox. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the get-your-popcorn-out pitching matchup of the night, like you mentioned here. Uh, not counting last night's game. Of course, we're recording this the, ga- the day before. The Dodgers come in having lost three games in a row in six of their eight, uh, last eight. The White Sox have won three in a row. And I think it's safe to say that Tyler Anderson and Dylan Cease have been the unexpected aces of their squads this year, outperforming Walker Bueller and Lucas Giolito. Am I right? <clears throat> yeah, I agree so, with that. So Dodgers, left-handed uh, pitcher Tyler Anderson. Oh, my God, I can't talk. He's 7-0 with a 259 ERA, 53 strikeouts, six walks, and 55.2 innings pitched this year. In three straight starts, Anderson has pitched eight innings versus the Nationals and six frames versus the Diamondbacks and Mets. All three outings, he has not given up a run. And for the White Sox, right-handed pitcher Dylan Cease, 
amazing mustache, might I add. He's 4-2 and two on the year with a 339 ERA, 81 strikeouts, 30 walks, and 58.1 innings pitched. And Cease's last two starts, he's given up a total of three runs, but zero of them earned in 12.2 innings against the Cubs and Rays. Guys, I think the under 8.5 plus 100 is the play here for me. And for a pick, I'll take the White Sox to win the game. Uh, Moon off. Do you want to follow that? No, I agree with everything uh, Noah just said there. I agree about the under in this game. That's one uh, direction that I was looking at in this game as well. Um, you know, Dylan sees he's the, the ERA is kind of inflated for him because he's had two starts this season where he's just gotten absolutely blown up. And that was one against Boston where he gave up seven earned runs in three innings. And then the other star was against the Yankees. Uh, he gave up six earned runs in four innings. But other than that, He's been pretty solid. I think he's about about I think ten starts so far this season. That um, Yankees strike or that Yankees outing. I think he had eleven strikeouts too. Yeah, and that's the crazy part, right? That like he went four innings, gave up six earned runs, six hits, but also had eleven strikeouts in yeah. that game. So, um, yeah, I like the under in this game. I think eight and a half is a little bit high, especially with these two pitchers. You know, Tyler Anderson. Uh, Noah mentioned that he's been lights out as well. And, and he's really only had one bad start this season, which was all the way back on May 12th against the Phillies, where he gave up seven earned runs in six innings. But other than that, he hasn't given up more than three earned runs in any other start. He's coming up with three straight starts where he hasn't given up a uh, earned run. And that's in about, what, um, 20 innings for the Dodgers. So 100% agree uh, about the under eight and a half in this game. Yeah, this is one where the, the, you looked at the two pitchers and you thought this might be seven and a half or whatever i think it's obviously slightly inflated due to the the relative uh, potential uh of both the lineups but um the white Sox have kind of got it together they've won every night this week so far um the dodgers the exact opposite they're on a, a losing streak in three so yeah i would put up um the, the two same um selections as noah which is the under eight and a half even money and the white Sox uh to win the game also at even money uh, a 210 Eastern first pitch is the Phillies at the Brewers. Zach Eflin goes for Philadelphia and Corbin Burns goes for the Brewers. I have the Phillies at plus 140 under Dogs, Milwaukee at minus 160. The total is set at seven and a half. And Moonaf, this is all you. Philly at Milwaukee. Yeah, Zach Eflin, 3.88 ERA, 1.14 whip overall. Um, the area where he does get in trouble i think we've talked about this a lot throughout the season on the podcast is fading zach eflin when he's on the road 8.10 era on the road with a 1.7 whip um for zach eflin corbin burns i mean he's been great so far this season uh he did have a rough outing in his last start but he's so far overall he's three and three with a 2.50 era a whip below one uh like i mentioned his last start against the padres three and two-thirds of an inning pitch he gave up five earned runs off of eight hits in that game but uh, I trust Corbin, uh, sorry, Corbin Burns more at home here. Um, you know, the ERA is a little bit higher against um, opponents at home, but I think there's a spot where I can get behind him, and I think that he can, uh, you know, try to or can shut down this uh, lineup for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. And again, Zach Eflin on the road, he just makes me, makes me really nervous, especially when I talked about that ERA. So far, 0-3 on the road so far this year. Uh, for Zach Eflin, I'm going to take uh, the Brewers here. And if you have a run line uh, available at plus money uh, for uh, Corbin Burns here, I would take a look at that as well. 
Yeah, I've got the run line at plus 125, Moon. So, yeah, yeah uh, five to four, uh, decent plus money there. Um, and Noah, what did you uh, conclude with this one? Yeah, I'm probably leaning more to the Phillies on this matchup as well. Um, what is going on with the Brewers' star bats in this lineup? You have uh, Yelich batting 111 in his last five games, and Kane, he hasn't had a hit in his last 15 at-bats. Um Kane does have success against Eflin in his career. He's two for five with two singles, batting 400 against him. And the other guy that I would really look forward to playing uh, today is Jace Peterson, who's three for 10 with three singles. And in his last six games, he's batting 300. Uh, he's six for 20 with two doubles, two triples, and four RBIs with 12 total bases. So that's a bat that interests me in this matchup. As for the Phillies, uh, you can't go wrong with playing Harper and also Bryson Stott's batting pretty well right now. He's six for 18 in his last 18 at bats with two home runs and 13 total bases. So, uh, that is a nice little cheap bat there that would always play in DFS. Yeah, Bryson Stott was a player that, um, I think uh, Bryce Harper came out and said that. Uh, needed just regular playing time. It was a bit of a shot across the bow uh, of Joe Girardi after he got sacked that he'd kind of mishandled some of the younger <laughs> players. Uh, and Bryson Stott, I was pleased because I've got him on a few fantasy teams here. He has been on my radar uh, and Stott with some regular playing time. If he is available in one of your leagues, I wouldn't put you off there. Um, I was leaning towards the under in this one. Um, Eflin's um, been going really well. His last seven starts, he's got a 109 whip. He's been pitching really well. Uh, Burns has been good as well. Um, I have got a bit of a fancy pick here for you. If it Brewers to win and the under, uh, if this is going to be low scoring, um, and the, the Brewers are thirteen and seven in one run games, uh, so this is going to be a little four three or a three two, uh, something like that. I trust definitely to keep it close, but I think uh, the Brewers will win. So yeah, uh, the Brewers uh, minus one sixty, the under minus one twenty, but maybe parlay them together if you want something uh, that's a little bit of a fancier price. Um, I will tell you where to find all the fancy prices, uh, which is at the WinBet. Uh, use the WinBet app um, to get your $50 um, bet for $200 promotion. Uh, $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 books in free bets. Um, take all the fancy prices you like with your 200 books. Um, if you bet $500 or more, on Sports or Casino before July the 31st, uh, you'll be entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the Encore Beach Club, which includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. That is an incredible prize. Um, all users can bet $100 or more in NBA or Casino and be entered into a prize draw to attend the DJ Diesel brackets Shaquille O'Neal performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. Uh, loads to choose from, so download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um... 3.45 Eastern first pitch is the Colorado Rockies at the San Francisco Giants. Austin Gomba, the lefty, goes for the Rockies. Uh, the Giants is a TBD. I think it's our only TBD pitcher of the evening. I've got nothing. Um, hands up, either of you boys, if you've got a, 
Um, Giants pitcher? Yeah, I saw right now uh, Jarlin Garcia is what I'm seeing for the San Francisco Giants. Okay, I know nothing about that dude, so that is not out <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, I've got no lines either, no, nothing up on uh, on Tally's site or through our sponsors' win. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about Austin Gomba, and it's not very pretty. Two and six with a 6.54 ERA, um, 10 games started, 52 and a third pitched, 40 strikeouts and a 147 whip. Uh, Gomba is one and five in his last seven with a 7.47 ERA, including... Get this, 17 earned runs in his last two starts. 17 earned runs in his two. Yeah, correct. A standing ovation for us. <laughs> standing ovation uh, for Austin Gomba. We all throw our hats in the air. Um, yeah, so I, d- I wouldn't know how to handicap this other than um, San Francisco minus five and a half or something. Um, but yeah, Jarlin Garcia, I don't know much about him. I don't know if you've uh, dragged any numbers up there, Moonaf, but uh, with no odds... Um, and nothing on the pitcher. It's, it's a no bet from me, but I'll throw it across uh, in case Moonaf or Noah has anything more to add to this one. Yeah, I think he's just a um, bullpen guy for the uh, San Francisco Giants. So it's probably, I think it's a bullpen uh, bullpen uh, day for the San Francisco Giants. I will throw this about Zach, uh, sorry, for Austin Gomber in his career. And this goes back to 2021 last season. 0-4 against the Giants, a 10.90 ERA. His last, better. yeah, last three starts, he gave up nine earned runs, five earned runs, and five earned runs. He did face them earlier this year on May 9th, five and one-thirds innings, five earned runs allowed. So maybe, again, look at Giants team total, full game, and first five if it once it comes out. Uh, Noah, there must be some Giants bats then that, uh, that are worth the pick. I know Wilma Flores has been raking. He's caught my eye over the last 10 days or so. You're on mute. Noah's on mute. Yeah, he's on mute. Dang, I, I, had, I had some good, I had some good input that I thought I gave on the uh, ten point five seven ERA or whatever that was. I was like, <laughs> like, that's it is basically what I said. But um, yeah, uh, Wilmer Flores, he's a guy that has good success against Gomber. He's four for ten with three singles and a bomb. You also have Austin Slater here against uh, Gomber. He has six hits. He's six for eleven with three singles two doubles and a triple. And then there is one more on my list, Darren Ruff, who's two for seven with two singles and three walks to zero strikeouts. Uh, two guys that are hitting over 300 for the Giants right now. Jason Vosler, who has two bombs himself. He's five for 16 with 12 total bases and three RBIs. And Luis Gonzalez, who's five for 16 with two doubles and two RBIs, seven total bases for the Rockies. There's a couple of guys that have been hitting well lately. I'll have to start it off with Brendan Rodgers. He has four tanks, nine for 27 with two doubles and uh, seven RBIs with 23 total bases. He's hitting 333 in his last six games played. Garrett Hampson also has a bomb, and he's 5 for 13, batting 385 in the last week. Same with Brian Cervén, their catcher. He's 5 for 13, also with a home run, four RBIs. And then the lastly, hitting right at 300, Jose Iglesias. He's 6 for 20 with two doubles and a home run. Uh, next is a 6.40 Eastern first pitch. The Washington Nationals at the Miami Marlins. Uh, and Steven Strasburg is back for Washington. Yep. Um, Trevor Rogers goes for Miami. Uh, we have lines of Washington. Now, even money uh, 
underdogs. Miami are minus 120. The total set at eight. Uh, and Noah, you're going to lead us off with uh, the return of Strasbourg. Yeah, so not counting last night's game. Uh, the Nationals have won three of their last four, but during the road trip, they're three and five with the over being seven and uh, with the over seven being seven and one. I think the that's the total that I saw seven. Uh, is that what you're seeing over there, Malcolm? For eight. this game? Eight. Eight? I've okay, got, so I did eight, my handicap yeah. on seven, and I grabbed that. that. That was seven and one, and then the over seven was five and two in the last seven Marlins games, and they've gone win-loss, win-loss in that streak. Uh, for the Nationals, Steven Strasburg, he's making his first MLB start this season. Tonight, after a thoracic outlet syndrome surgery last July, his last outing was June 1st of 2021. As for Miami, their left-hander, Trevor Rogers, who's 2-5 and five on the year with a 580 ERA, 39 strikeouts, 21 walks, and 45 innings pitched. And Rogers' last two starts were also on the road. He gave up eight runs and six walks in a combined 9.2 innings pitched. In this game, I think the Nationals on the money line is reasonable, and I like the over. I, I had it at seven, but, I mean, eight, uh, I still like it. I think both these teams have been – I think the Miami Marlins have been giving up a lot of runs lately, and the Washington Nationals have been scoring quite a bit lately, and they've had eight, eight, ten, twelve. They put up this number four times in the last five games. Um, yeah, I'll I'll follow on from that because I completely agree with you that even money about Washington, I thought it was a smashing price. Um, Strasbourg looks fairly stretched out. He threw 83 pitches last Friday um, in uh, AAA. He's going to give that club a lift as well. He's going to give the, the dugout and the, the bullpen guys a bit of a lift. Um, I think it's a good spot for Washington. And Rogers has been consistently poor. I don't care who he's playing, frankly. Uh, loads of walks. Um, and he's even worse at home than he has been on the road. So uh, even money about the Nationals, I thought, was uh, a great price. Happy to take that. Uh, what do you think, Muna? Yeah, uh, this one's a little tricky for me. Um, I understand the handicap behind uh, the Washington Nationals. I'm sorry. I, I just don't know how many innings or if he's going to – obviously, he's probably going to be on a pitch count. is Steven Strasburg. But um, Trevor Rogers at home, man. I mean, if you look at the ERA, guys, I'm sure you guys just hit on it. But 10.57 – 2.02 whip at home. He's pitched 15 in the third inning uh, at home, and it's really been uh, not very good for him um, in home start. So I think you're getting a fair price here on the Washington Nationals here. So I'd even money, especially with Strasburg on the mound. I'd probably uh, shrink that down and, and you know, probably just take the first five uh, for the Washington Nationals here. I think they can probably get to Trevor Rogers early, especially since he's been really struggling at home for the Miami Marlins. So give me the Washington Nationals first five. Okay, so everyone wants the Nationals, but we're going to skin the cat in different ways there. Love it. Uh, I'll tell you about Sleeper, um, fantasy platform, which I'm sure you're familiar with and have a lot of your fantasy leagues on there. I absolutely certainly do. Uh, by far, uh, my favourite fantasy platform. Um, but they've added a little uh, over or under game. Um, you can make a few quid now as well. It's really easy to play. If you choose um, two or more players that you like and pick the over or under on their player props, so uh, points in basketball, hits in baseball, etc., choose your own stake. And then if you are right, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times the money that you've put on. Uh, the chat feature is really good. All your friends can get in there. Just exactly the same as the, um, as the fantasy football 
chat feature as well. You can copy your friends' pics at the touch of a button. So loads of fun to be had. Uh, if you download this Sleeper app and play the overall under game, uh, they will match your first deposit up to uh, $100. So use the promo code sleeper.com slash SGPMLB and Sleeper will automatically match that first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Uh, next, we move down the line to a 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Oakland Athletics and the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, James Caprillian is pitching for Oakland and the lefty Connor with a K Pilkington goes for Cleveland. That's the name. Um, I, it's a great name, isn't it? Um, I have no lines for this. Uh, I know, Moon, off you're in charge of this handicap. Did you? Um, I think the, the Caprillian's only recently gone up um, is the probable pitcher for Oakland. So that's why I wouldn't have any lines. But um, are you slightly ahead? Do you have anything over there? Um, I do not see a line either for this game. But uh, we can talk to the through the pitchers here real quick. Um, like you mentioned, James Caprillion on the mound for the Oakland A's. He's really been struggling so far this season. 6.06 ERA, a whip of 1.35, a home ERA of 7.4. One where he's really struggled there. But on the road... The ERA is better, but it's not anything to gloat about. 4.6 uh, on the road, a 1.21 uh, whip on the road. And then, like you mentioned, I feel like we just talked about Connor Pilkington um, earlier this week. So I guess he's kind of getting uh, you know pushed back here a little bit. But uh, he's been pretty good so far this season, especially at home there. 2.65 ERA uh, overall, a 1.59 whip. But at home so far this year, 1.45 sorry, 1.54 in a home whip of 1.2. So he's been going along well for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, James Caprillion, over his last three starts, he's allowed at least four runs in every single one of those starts. His last start was against the Boston Red Sox, five and a third game of four earned runs. Against the Rangers, did the same thing. Um, and then against the Seattle Mariners, in five innings, he gave five uh, earned runs. So definitely some struggles here for um, uh, James Caprillion. That just leads me to really like the Cleveland Guardians here, Malcolm. I know when the line does come out, um, we'll, I'll probably be on, on them here. But um, with no line, I can give you a pick. We're definitely going to be on the Guardians, especially fading uh, James Kapilian. Uh Noah, what do you make of this one? Is that Guardians? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to agree with uh, Moon off there and be on the Guardians here. I really, I really like uh, some of the success their bats have been having lately uh andres Jimenez, he's hitting 467 in his last four games with seven hits and 15 at bats with two home runs six rbis and 14 total bases their platoon catcher austin hedges he's three for eight with a bomb i expect him to go against the left-hander today steven kwan uh four for 11 with a double and an rbi five total bases he's hitting 364 in his last three games Ahmed Rosario, he's hitting seven for 23 with a double and a triple as well. Ten total bases, batting 304. And Oscar Gonzalez hitting 300 as well for the Oakland Athletics on that side of the ball. Um, Ramon Laureano, he's starting to heat up. He's hit 350 in the last week. He's seven for 20 with two doubles, uh, nine total bases. Elvis Andrews is the other guy batting over 300 for this Athletics team. He is six for 18 with five doubles two RBIs and 11 total bases. 
He's hitting 333. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the Guardians' bats and going up against Pilkington. I don't think they should have any issue putting up a couple of rounds here and getting them the win. Yeah, um, there wasn't much I could give you. I've, I've written down Cleveland money line, but I had no idea uh, what the price would be. I think Cleveland will win the game, um, but with um, this week athletics team and Caprillion going up there, um, I don't think it'll be a very fancy price. If you can get something around minus 130, I wouldn't put you off. Uh, Cleveland to 9 and 8 against um, uh, left handed pitching as well. So, yeah, they've, they've, got, they've, they've got options, but yeah, nothing much for me um, on that one. Uh, next is 7.20 Eastern first pitch um, is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Atlanta Braves. JT Brubaker goes for Pittsburgh and Max Fried, uh, lefty, is on the hill uh, for Atlanta. Uh, the Pirates are plus 2.15, big, uh, biggest dog of the day there. Atlanta minus 2.65. The total is eight. Um, Brubaker is 0-5, a 4.70 ERA has pitched 51 and two-thirds with 53 strikeouts and a 145 whip. Um, Freed is five and two, 274 ERA, 69 innings pitched, 61 Ks and a 101 whip. Um, Brubaker for the Pirates, he had two really good starts um, before he gave up five earned runs. I mean, four innings pitched last time against Arizona. Um, he is um, 0 and five in his last 15 Sorry, yeah, in his last 15 starts, he's 0-5, which isn't a terrible record. What that tells me is that he's keeping the game close. Um, it's kind of 10 no decision. So when he leaves the game, he leaves the game with the Pittsburgh Pirates in it. Um, he's got a 439 ERA on the road, which is slightly better as well. Um, Freed has been outstanding. Don't need to tell you much about him. Only given up three earned runs over his last 20 innings pitched. Um what I concluded here was the first five under because I do think that Brew Baker um, is a little bit better than people give him credit for. I don't think the uh, the bare numbers um, quantify just uh, how competitive he's been. Uh, so I think he can keep this relatively tight, um, even though the Pirates will probably give it away late doors. Uh, but, a, but a first five under for me on this one. Uh, Noah, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. I'm not very high on Brew Baker, and I don't think many Pirates fans are either. Um, I mean, the record, it tells me that he has five losses and there's 10 no decisions in there, which honestly they could have been winning at the time and they went on and lost the game, but or they could have been losing at the time and went on and won the game. I really don't know um, if you can draw many positives other than the only thing that Malcolm said there is that maybe it's a first five under. I, I mean, I don't see how you could take the Pirates in this matchup. I'm going to be on the Braves' money line. Uh, even the run line is a little bit too juicy, so that just tells me that the Braves should go out there and walk all over the Pirates with Freed on the mound. Um, for PVB against Freed, not good at all. The only guy that has successful stuff against him is Brian Reynolds, who's two for eight with a single and double, only hitting 250 against him. Pirates in their last seven games uh, or seven days, I mean, it it's not very good, and they've played the Tigers in a little bit of a stretch there. Um, Jack Sawinski, he's 8 for 16. He's batting 500 with a bomb. And Tyler Heineman, who's their catcher, he's 5 for 14 with six total bases. But that's the only two positives on this lineup. As for the Braves, they have five guys hitting over 300. Acuna, he's 9 for 22 
uh, 14 total bases. Austin Riley, 10 for 27 with 20 total bases, two home runs, seven RBIs. William Contreras, uh, Wilson's younger brother, he's 5 for 14, three doubles, two RBIs, eight total bases. Michael Harris, out of nowhere, hitting 320, eight for 25, three doubles, three RBIs, 11 total bases. And then Dansby, Lieutenant Dans, he's hitting eight for 26, 308 in his last six games. Uh, Moonath, do you love the Pirates here? No, I mean, I, I really didn't have much for this game. Um, you know, JT Brubaker, it's – you don't know what, what what type of start you're going to get from it. It's just been that inconsistent, right? Like you talked about it, Malcolm. He's had one – you know, a couple great starts there against Colorado Rockies and San Diego Padres where really good offenses. Then, again, he got blown up by an Arizona Diamondbacks team, which hasn't been very, very good. So – uh, I'm not sure which uh, Brubaker I'm going to get here, and I've really early on in the season I was fading this guy, so uh, I'd lean with the Pirates. Uh, sorry, with the uh, Braves here, but I, I've obviously at that big of a number, I can't you know give out a a north of a two dollar favorite. So this is going to be a stay away for me. Okay, seven forty Eastern first pitch. The New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. Garrett Cole uh, goes for the Yankees, and Dylan Bundy goes for the Twins. Uh, who are a plus 160 home puppy here. Uh, the Yankees are minus 190. The total is set at eight. Uh, Noah, take it away with the Yankees at the Twins. Yeah, Yankees 40 and 15 on the year, which is just absolutely insane. And maybe Malcolm turns out to be right in this World Series pick here. You never know. Uh, not counting yesterday's game, the Yankees are on a seven-game win streak and are 11-2 and two in their last 13 games. For the Twins, they're two and five in their last seven, and the over eight is four and zero oh in the Twins' last four games. Uh, the Yankees, they're pitching Garrett Cole today. He's five and one on the year with a two seventy eight ERA, eighty one strikeouts, only fifteen walks, and sixty four point two innings pitched. In Cole's last three outings, he has recorded eleven, ten, and nine strikeouts against the Orioles, Rays, and Tigers, respectively. For Minnesota, right-hander Dylan Bundy, he's three for three with a 5.57 ERA, 36 strikeouts, nine walks, and 42 innings pitched. In Bundy's last two outings, he has given up four and five runs to the Tigers and Blue Jays in 8.1 total innings pitched. Also, Bunny, he has given up at least one home run in five of his last six starts and two bombs in three of his last six starts. The money line is juiced, but I wouldn't mind the Yankees run line at minus 110 and a team total on the Yankees as well. Um, Exactly the same for me. It was the Yankees run line. Uh, Garrett Cole, I have faded him a little bit the last couple of weeks. Um, That was mainly on the eye test. His metrics, however, uh, have been something else. So I don't know where the truth lies uh, somewhere. Somewhere along that sliding scale. Um, Bundy with a 7-11 ERA in his last seven. Um, yeah, Yankees first team to 40 wins this season. Their run line for me looks uh, looks like a great bet at minus um, 110. Uh, Moonaf, Yankees at the Twins. Yeah, Dylan Bundy, if you kind of look at his splits here, at home he has a 0.57 ERA. 0.57, all right, and he has a whip of 0.77. This is only going to be his, I believe, his fourth start at home. The other three opponents that he's faced at home have been the Tigers, the Chicago White Sox, and the Seattle Mariners, where he's given up a combined, I believe, a 10 hits in about uh, 10 and two, or sorry, uh, 15 and two thirds innings. Um, and like I said, he's only allowed to earn runs in those games. Sorry, one earned run in those games. So, 
I guess he's more comfortable there at, at target field. Uh, but when you have this type of offense coming into town and, and Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees, uh, I, I, this is almost locked territory for me with the uh, with the Yankees run line here. And I'll just say this. Dating back to 2019 when he was with the Astros was Garrett Cole. He's faced this uh, Minnesota t- Twins team three times, twice last season with the Yankees and the once with the Astros. So in those three games, he's 3-0. and with an ERA of 0.95, 26 strikeouts in those three appearances, and he's won every single one of those starts. He's 3-0. and So um, he's had a lot of success with against his Minnesota teams, uh, Twins team, obviously. Uh, again, with this offense coming into town and uh, the way Garrett Cole has been pitching as of late and the history that he does have, I love the Yankees here. Yeah, for the Yankees as well, this lineup has six guys batting over 300 in their last six games. Trevino, he has two bombs there. He's 7 for 13. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, four for eight with six total bases. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, he's seven for 17, two doubles, nine total bases. Matt Carpenter, uh, he's back in the league. He's got three tanks, four for 10. He's hitting 400. Aaron Judge, he has three bombs. He's eight for 23, 17 total bases too. And Aaron Hicks is hitting 313 in his last three games or five games. He's five for uh, 16 with five total bases there as well. So a lot to love on this Yankees lineup. And if we're thinking run line here, might as well get a couple of pieces of this team in your DFS lineup. Yep. Yeah, Isaiah uh, Kainafalefa was the exact bits and bobs player that um, I said at the start of the season that the Yankees needed um, when everyone was taking the piss a little bit. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, even, even players like Matt Carpenter have kind of came out of nowhere as well. So everything clicking for... Uh, the New York Yankees, it's entirely possible they've been uh, on the AG1 uh, supplement supplied by Athletic Greens uh, with one delicious scoop. Stop laughing at my gloriously seamless segue, Noah. Uh, they absorb, the New York Yankees, uh, officially this is, they absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help start their day right a special blend of ingredients that supports gut health nervous system immune system energy recovery focus and aging ag1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and athletic greens has over seven thousand five star reviews to make it easy athletic greens is going to give a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com sgp that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Two games left to handicap. 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Baltimore Orioles at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman. Is it Ryan? Bruce, Bruce. Zimmerman. Bruce. Yes, get your, get your Zimmermans right. Yeah? Bruce Zimmerman goes for Baltimore. Uh, Chris Bubich goes for Kansas City. Uh, Baltimore, it's a pick him, in fact. Pick him, love a pick him. Uh, minus 110, each of two. Uh, total is set at nine and a half. Uh, and Moonaf, you're going to talk us through this one. Yeah, like you mentioned, Bruce Zimmerman on the mound for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Not very good as far as numbers go. He's a 4.87 ERA overall with the 1.34 whip on the road so far this year. 5.74 ERA with a whip of 1.39. Um, his last about what four starts here, he's given up four runs in each of those last four starts. He's allowed five earned runs in at least three of the last four starts. Um, 
He gave up five home runs. That's right, five home runs to the Boston Red Sox in Fenway Park back on May 29th. Then on May 24th against the Yankees, he gave up four home runs uh, in that game. So um, now you're going over to Kansas City. On the mound for them, Chris Bubich, like you mentioned, not not very good for him either. 0-3 so far this year. 9.33 ERA overall. A home ERA of 7.63, a whip of 1.89. There's absolutely no way, Malcolm and Noah, I can get behind either one of these guys um, as far as pitching, which really just leads me to the over nine and a half. I mean, I think that Kansas City today or on on Wednesday, they've put up at least uh, nine or eight runs against the Toronto Blue Jays uh, pitching there. So I think they you know found themselves a little bit. Uh, on the uh, batting side of the offensive side of it. Baltimore, we know they can put up the runs as well. They have guys that can, you know, hit in their lineup. So I think that we can see a game where this game easily gets 11 to 12 runs. So give me the over nine and a half in this game between Zimmerman and Bubich. Um, I don't know what I'm saying wrong here, but I really like Zimmerman. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's uh, obviously none of the numbers back this up. But yeah, I, I don't mind him at all. The, the only thing that's distressed me about my pick um, is that that Kansas have just woken up, like you said, Moon? After they've, uh, they've they've put a little bit of hurt on the Toronto Blue Jays this evening because um, they were struggling a little bit before that. Um, Bubich says a is a a problem. Like uh, the 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 big uh, deciding factor for me here was that um, Kansas City are four and ten against left-handed pitching this season. Um, so as a pick'em. Uh, are a team that wins uh, four out of um, every 14. Um, Baltimore um, plus 110, or plus 110 as they were, now minus 110. Uh, looks like great value to me, so I'll happily will take my guys Zimmerman and the Baltimore Orioles uh, to beat up Kansas City. Um, Noah, um, what do you think? Yeah, I've been away for the from the game for like a week, but I do remember that the Royals, they suck against left-handed pitching and the White Sox rake against it. We gave up the right, uh, White Sox on the money line and we're going to do the same thing with the Orioles on the money line here. Uh, neither offense has performed very great as of late, but with both these wrong-handers throwing batting practice for most of the season, I'm going to take the team that has slightly, uh, not slightly, more success. They have way more success against left-handed pitching and that's the Orioles here um ryan mckenna he's been pitch pinch hitting for them in their last uh few games he has two hits and three at bats with a double he has three total bases in those three at bats and for the royals you get ryan o'hearn who's also been uh either pinch hitting or he only played one game it says he's played three games in the last seven days but i don't know what happened there he has one rbi he's one for two and michael taylor who's four for nine in his last nine at bats with four singles so he's batting 444 in that span uh neither offense really having much success like i said orioles money line is going to be played from here for me excellent so noah backs me up uh, with the Ryan Zimmerman love, and we will, we will double up on the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, I didn't say uh, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I read between the lines. No, I could see, uh, I could see your little eyes twinkling there uh, beneath your flowing locks as you were talking about Zimmerman. Uh, the final game uh, to handicap this evening is Moonaf's Boston Red Sox against the LA Angels. Um, it is Nick Pavetta and Shohei Otani. Um, 
The Red Sox are plus 125 underdogs again. The Angels are minus 145. Uh, the total is set at seven and a half. Um, Pavetta is five and four, 350 ERA. Um, 61 and two thirds, 58 punches and a 110 whip. Um, Otani is three and four with a 399 ERA. Uh, 47 and a third pitch, 65 keys and a 116. Uh, Nick Pavetta, interesting character here. Um, a game on the 20th of April against Toronto. Um, he made a mid-game change to his mechanics. I think it was after the second inning or the third inning um, where he was struggling a little bit. He'd been struggling before that. Um, in between innings, he changed some stuff that he'd been working on came back out, and since then, he's been the fifth most valuable pitcher uh, in MLB. Um, in his last seven games uh, since then, he's uh, got a 179 ERA with a 0.79 whip, which is absolutely outstanding stuff. Um, Otani's slightly struggling in contrast, um, giving up four and five uh, in his last two starts against Toronto and the Yankees. He has been slightly better at home. Um but under no circumstances can you take the LA Angels at the moment, um, especially with um, what we know now know about Pavetta. And you take those last seven starts, that's stud pincher stuff. Uh, plus 125 for a Boston team who were winning um, to, to, uh, to beat an LA Angels team who can't do that, um, I think is a fantastic price. So give me uh, your hometown, Boston. You've panned me all week because I keep backing against Boston uh, and Houston Moon off. So uh, are you happy now that I've got the Red Sox? I'm happy you're picking them, but I'm going the other way on this game. Oh, I think this is a spot where Otani, like Otani's obviously they're one of their best players, if not their best player, right? I know Mike, they have Mike Trout on this roster, but pending the game of what happens on Wednesday night. I, I think it's that if they want to snap this losing streak, it's going to have to be on the back of Otani here pitching. And he does have success against his Red Sox team over his career pitching against him. And I think I was trying to find those numbers. Um, and let me see here against the Red Sox. I know his numbers were really good. There's not um, much good PVB for the Red Sox against Otani, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, those are – let me see if I can find it here. But The only, I, the only guy with but, success off of Otani that I really see is Rafael Devers, who's two for seven, two singles. He's only hitting 286. Yeah, so here it is. He So far he's faced them three times in his career. He's two and one with a 2.81 ERA uh, in his career. 16 innings pitch. He's, only, he's allowed 15 hits but only given up five earned runs to the Boston Red Sox. So uh, Depending on what happens Wednesday night, if they can snap out his losing streak, if not, I think it's going to be have to be on the on the back and the arm of Otani here. So I'm going to take the Angels here. Um, I, I like it here. I know you mentioned all the numbers here with Nick Pavetta, but I think this this it's going to get a little tricky here, where all this people are catching on to the losing streak here of the Angels and starting to bet on the Red Sox. So I think this might be a spot where Malcolm, I'm going to come in and bet on that black where everything is coming up red so far. Moonaf, you are as mad as a tree of tits. Uh, Noah, uh, what's uh, what's your pick on this Boston at the Angels? Forgot about J.D. Martinez, who's also two for six against Otani with a single and double. But the one bet that I really like in this matchup is Anthony Rendon, who's 12 for 24 with five singles, three doubles, and four home runs against Nick Pavetta. I don't care if you change your mechanics or not. If a guy sees the ball well out of your hand, he's going to he's gonna do well. And uh, – 
this Red Sox team has been hot as of late. Uh, Verdugo hitting 391. He's 9-for-23 with three doubles, five RBIs, 12 total bases. Devers, like I mentioned, has good numbers against Otani. He's 8-for-24 in his last six games, three doubles, a home run, five RBIs, 14 total bases. Uh, Jaron Duran, he's batting 333 and nine uh, at-bats. Enrique Hernandez, Kike, he's hitting 313, 5-for-16 with six total bases in there as well. On the Angels' side, um, you, you, is, is Trout out? I don't um, think so. He went out last night um, with left groin tightness. Yeah. So I think it'll be day-to-day, so I don't know if he's going to be out or not, but yeah, he might, he might have to miss one or two. Okay. Uh, the only guy that's really having success um, – in this Angels lineup, is like that plays consistently is Jared Walsh. He's sitting eight for twenty-five in his last seven games, four RBIs, ten total bases. Matt Duffy, uh, he's hitting seven for twenty-two with eight total bases in that uh, seven-game span. Um, yeah, I, I don't really agree with Munoff. I'm going to be taking the Red Sox. I'm not probably going to bet this game just because. Uh, Otani is their big game player. I did want to mention this though. I disagreed with them firing Madden. I I think it was groundbreaking stuff that he allowed Otani to really become a permanent two-way player. And most managers in this game wouldn't have allowed that. And for him to at least have the like the balls to say, hey, we need to do something to boost our pitching staff, but also have one of the game's best hitters in our lineup. At the same time, most teams wouldn't have liked that and they were only recruiting Otani to either pitch or hit and not do both. And that's why Otani chose the angels um, because they would let him do that. And at first they were hesitant to do it, but Madden encouraged it. So I, I completely disagreed with that. And I thought it was just a, a little bit of a losing skid and it's been no different for this damn team for seven, 10 years that they've had trout. And I know Munaf and I were talking about it in the Slack channel, how they just don't win. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just what it yeah. is. We we talked about that a little bit last night on the, on the pod when we talked about Girardi sacking and uh, we mentioned the, the the plus point and that he had let Otani go uh, as well. Um, not wanting to rain on your parade, Noah, but you mentioned um, that we should point out any injured guys and uh, Anthony Rendon is one of them. Uh, he's on the ten DIL um, with a right wrist. He's due back any day now. He's fielded some grounders on uh, Monday. Um, but he's not going to be back till probably the weekend. I knew that um, was going to plague me on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little bit unfortunate. But um, regardless, we've reached the end of our handicap uh, of those 11 games. We will get to our lock and dog uh, momentarily after I've told you about IP Vanish. Um, you should know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. Uh, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why at SGPN we use IP Vanish VPN, which makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet and encrypt 100% of your data. So private details, passwords, browsing history, etc., uh, even your physical location will be hidden, uh, making you virtually invisible online. Um, you can use IP Vanish on all your devices, tablets, computers, uh, fire sticks when you're streaming stuff. Um, IP Vanish is offering 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Uh, it's dead easy to use. Just tap one button, you're instantly protected. Uh, take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promo code SGP and claim that 70% savings. ipvanish.com slash SGP. Uh, okay, it's lock and dog time. Um, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to go first. I haven't gone first for about two weeks, so prepare yourself for this. Um, my lock is uh, the Baltimore Orioles. I am taking <laughs> uh, Bruce Zimmerman. I can't have Kansas. I can't have this 4-10 and ten record against left-handed pitching. Uh, and for some reason, I'm like Zimmerman. Um, so, yeah, I think Baltimore will get them beat tomorrow. Um, it was plus 10 earlier, and I've got some plus 10. But minus 110 is a perfectly suitable price uh, for a lock. And for my dog, it's a game we just talked about. I have to take Nick Pavetta. Uh, Boston have won six. Los Angeles have lost 13. Uh, Nick Pavetta did something and made himself amazing. It's an unbelievable price, plus, 25, uh, plus 125. So that one will be my dog. Uh, Moon off. We'll, we'll make the youngster wait to last. What have you got? Uh, yeah, let's go with my lock. I got to go with the Yankees run line minus one and a half with Garrett Cole on the mound. Uh, he's had great history against the uh, Minnesota Twins, like I mentioned, three and zero with the ERA below one. Uh, he looks like he's in good form. Dylan Bundy. I know he's been absolutely fantastic at home, but he hasn't faced this type of offense yet at home. So I think uh, with Garrett Cole and this offense coming in I, I, at that minus one fifteen price. At minus one and a half, as my lock for the Yankees against the Minnesota Twins. For my dog, um, let's see here. Um, let's go with let's go with Corbin Burns and the run line for the Milwaukee Brewers against the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, you know, we talked about Zach Eflin and how he's really struggled at home or on the road so far this year. An ERA above eight. Um, I think the Brewers um, can get to him in this game. And I think that Corbin Burns being their best pitcher and he's the leading Cy Young uh, uh, leader in, for the award there in the National League. So he's been great so far. I think that he can get that ERA a little bit lower on uh, at, at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. So I'll take Corbin Burns on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 125 as my dog of the day. Okay, so a couple of run lines for Moonaf. And uh, Noah, what have you got for us? Yeah, so before I mention my lock and dog, uh, you guys probably already mentioned it on yesterday's or the day before yesterday's podcast. The, uh, we have a graphic uh, template now that we're going to be putting out every day on the at MLB SGPN Twitter feed. Uh, it's great. And although this lock might not be on there, I slightly like taking pitchers K props over uh, run lines, but my lock as of right now for this podcast is going to be that same run line that Munaf took in the Yankees minus one and a half at minus one fifteen. Uh, really like Cole there. Uh, Minnesota bats have just been really inconsistent. Uh, I remember normally at the beginning of the season, I was just staying away from Twins games, saying that I didn't really have a good feel. But I like Cole going up against the Twinnies in this game, and Malcolm. I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call and raise. I'm taking Baltimore okay. minus one and a half as my dog at plus one fifty. Whoa! I, I like I like their bats to just wake up against Bubich. He's got a nine ERA, so I know he's going to be giving up some runs. And you you believe in Bruce? I 
don't really love him, but like you said, you saw the twinkle in my eye, and I maybe gave away my dog <laughs> of the day, but I like the Orioles minus one and a half in this game. You would have thought it would be all over the Baltimore Orioles. That's the kind of content that keeps the people uh, coming back. Uh, cheers for that, Noah. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Moonaf. Um, game three, NBA tonight. Have you got a winner for me? Game three tonight. Uh, get in there early. Get out. Take the Boston Celtics first half minus two and a half. Okay, I will do that. Uh, and that's it. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, Download the app. Um, all the usual stuff's on there. I will get my plug-in for the Belmont Stakes, which goes off on Saturday night. Uh, and then I'm also joining uh, Chase, the Wolf of Oaklawn, on Sunday on his Notorious OTV uh, podcast. We're going to preview Royal Ascot, which is a quintessentially mad British event uh, next week going on. So lots of horse racing for me uh, to look at as well. Nice. Um, Noah, you've got the uh, college baseball. Is that ongoing? Yeah, we we got college baseball super regionals coming up uh, this weekend here, um, and I'll, I'll I'll let the listeners go out with uh, a super regional winner play that I have. I like uh, a slight dog. They're minus one ten to win the series. Arkansas minus one ten to beat North Carolina in this in a three game series this weekend. Uh, Arkansas has just this vibe going in their clubhouse right now. Um, I interviewed their play-by-play guy, Phil Elson. He actually went to the school that I currently attend in Pittsburgh, Point Park University. Um, but yeah, this Arkansas team, their player of the regional, he won the most outstanding player of the Stillwater Regional. He's their catcher. Uh, their lo- one of their local radio guys went on radio and blasted the kid for a press conference answer that he gave a reporter, and he basically called him a, a bunch of names and said that uh, he was a rental player because he came in as a grad transfer and he, uh, in the guy's opinion, had not been playing well. He goes out there and hits 555 and four games and he hit like three home runs with 18 RBIs. The kid played outstanding. His name is Michael Turner. So I really like this team. They're top five in fielding percentage, which really matters in field uh, in college baseball because errors are common for amateur baseball players. But Arkansas minus 110 is the play that I'll give out on the podcast for the MLB. Check about and check out the college baseball experience if you have the chance on the weekend. Okay, so there you go. We've got bonus NBA action. We've got bonus college baseball and we got the ponies as well uh we are men of many talents here on the mlb gambling podcast thank you for listening everybody we do appreciate it uh we'll be back tomorrow in some combination or other uh but until then we will see you down the road cheers <laughs>